Happy Monday and welcome to the show. I hope you know by now that my name is James, a.k.a. BCP. And I appreciate all of you who are on here watching this show and supporting this show on Patreon, bcpextras.com. Those of you who are supporting us on Spotify and on the podcasts, bcppodcast.com. Also available, of course, many of you are are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. You listen to this on iHeartRadio. It's very cool. We're on Audible. We're on all these places. And then many of you are watching us over uh, on Locals at therealbcp.com, part of our community there uh, on social media. Really appreciate you being here. Now, I need your help, your input, your participation, your opinion, if you will. See, when this show first started on March 1st, 2021, over two years ago, we are now in our third season of this subscriber-supported show. Subscriber-supported show, meaning that you pay for the subscription to this show. It was called BCP Unfiltered because I was on YouTube, and this and this program was all of the things that I could not talk about on YouTube. So I was censored on YouTube. The things we couldn't talk about on YouTube, I would talk about on this show, BCP Unfiltered. Well, I think everyone within the side of my voice, if you're here, know that I am no longer on YouTube. They kicked me off uh, permanently, uh, not suspended, but permanently terminated uh, my ability to be on YouTube. No, I canceled another channel. They didn't just kill my channel. I, James, Black Conservative Patriot, are no longer allowed on YouTube. I don't have any presence on YouTube. So the, the show name BCP Unfiltered doesn't make any sense. Now, we are going to continue to have a subscriber-only show. We are going to have a subscriber-only show on Locals, Patreon, Spotify, and on the podcast network for those that are monetarily supporting us. So what should we call it? Here's what I was thinking. This is the one that's been resonating with me. Let me know what you think. BCP All Access. BCP All Access. Now, when I was on YouTube, I had the show Open Source News. And we, you know, that was uh, open source. And then this show was BCP Unfiltered. Well, now, just calling that show the BCP Podcast because it's available uh, everywhere, including uh, these same uh, uh, formats, readily available for other people to see and to get the word out about our other show which I'm thinking of calling now. So the all access show, I'm once again, I'm not sold on that name completely yet, would be for those of you who have all access, those of you who are monetarily subscribing to our show. And then the BCP podcast would be uh, available for, for, for everyone to, to uh, freely watch. So what are your thoughts, folks? We need a funnel to get people into uh, our program and to and part of our community. It's no secret that our income was generated from YouTube ads, from uh, from from YouTube running ads, and we no longer have that option. And this is the future of conservative 
punditry. You see, uh, Glenn Beck started the Blaze, and then there was uh, Conservative News, and then the Blaze merged or bought them. We've got, you know, the folks over at uh, Daily Wire. So that is where we're at now. So what name do you think we should have? Give me some ideas. What are some names that resonate you, uh, with you? Uh, what kind of names do you like for a show that is for those who are paid subscribers and supporters? I'm interested in your feedback. All right, let's get into the news, folks. Uh, let's get into the news. I want to start off with this, uh, this tweet from the other day. Let me show this to you here. By Ryan Gregory. Brain abscess, immunity debt. CNN reporting that doctors are watching for more cases after a mysterious cluster of brain infections. Well, why, am, why, why are you talking about that, BCP? Why are you talking about that? Well, because of this, folks. This is actually a COVID story. Yes, it is. 100% uh, fed up. Doctors warn occurrences of rare brain infection in children triples after COVID-19 lockdowns. Isn't that interesting? During the outbreak of the COVID-19 virus, public health officials scrambled to lock down countries by shuttering businesses and schools in an attempt to contain the spread of the virus. Some people speculated that such lockdowns could cause an, an immunity debt which will result in other infections being spread at a higher rate due to weakened immune systems. The idea was mostly dismissed by mainstream scientists until this week when a pediatric neurosurgeon noted a significant spike in a rare and serious brain infection in children. In the state of Nevada alone, the rate of infection for brain abscesses, abscesses in children nearly, folks, look at that, nearly tripled, nearly tripled. Over the course of a year, from four or five cases to 18. Now, I don't think we're talking necessarily about some sort of horrific new thing that's going to kill everyone. But once again, this is, these are, this is one of the consequences of those evil folks that were doing their thing, including, oh, Moderna's CEO who raked in nearly $400 million last year. Not the company, him personally into his own pockets slash bank account. Steve, uh, St uh, Stephane or Stefan Bansel, Moderna's CEO, raked in nearly $400 million last year after governments around the world forced people to get vaccinated for COVID. In 2021, Moderna made 300 times what it made in 2020 thanks to governments forcing people to get jabbed. BCP, they weren't forcing people to get jabbed. People weren't forced to get the jab. People had their liberty. They had the choice to take it or not. I didn't take it. Many of you didn't take it. We know that. But many people, if they wanted to keep their job, if they wanted to go to school, if they wanted to travel, if they wanted to see their loved ones, they had to. Uh, my grandmother, 
one of my grandmothers I was unable to see because they required a, a vaccine to go visit her in the care facility. This was actually back in November 2020 when we were in D.C. for Stop the Steal. We were going to go over to Virginia to visit her. And they said, oh, no, you have to let us know two weeks in advance. If you're not vaccinated, uh, you can come and see her. But you have to be in a special room. And that one's already been uh, booked up. If you are vaccinated, then you can come see her without having to for us to make special arrangements, which take two or three weeks. We try to get this going to about a week before. I think Stop the Steal, we had a, a week Heads up that the stop the steal was going to happen. We immediately made our travel plans and I called family to see what I could do to visit my grandmother. And they told me, you got to do this. And I said, okay. And then I called and they said, are you vaccinated uh, with proof of vaccine? I said, no. And they said, okay, uh, then you're going to have to uh, go to this program where you can be in this like 10 foot separating barrier and talk to your grandma like that. You want to be able to hug her or kiss her or anything like that. Um, but that takes three weeks. And I go, well, I'm going to be there this, this, this few days. Nope, can't do it. So yes, a lot of people did take the vaccine because of those types of situations. And Mr. Bansell here got a huge pay because of it. He made $393 million last year. And the article says he got a raise. Quote, even by the roller coaster standards of the biotechnology world, Moderna's rise has few parallels in the annals of American modern business. The company brought in revenues of $18.5 million in 2021, 300 times more than it generated just two years earlier. Moderna's board is just one of f- five in the S&P 500 with three directors owning more than $1 billion in company stock, along with household names like Google Parent Alphabet, Berkshire Hathaway, and Estee Lauder according to a research firm that specializes in executive pay. Wow. Quite a payday. Quite a payday. Now, they're facing pushback because of this. And I don't really care what Mr. Bansell is saying, that he's going to give some of the money away or what have you. The point is that they got paid on our misery and them forcing us to take this vaccine. All right, let's go to Montana. Transgender Montana state lawmaker Zoe Zephyr, I think it's pronounced Zoe Zephyr. Uh, this is a man. This is a man. I, I, I guess he has long hair and wears makeup. Now, no one can call me a bigot. If I say he's not a woman, if you can't define what a woman is. But okay, let's pretend. Let's just play pretend here. He was on an uh, MSNBC to complain about the new Montana bill signing the law that restricts sex change surgeries for minors. Let me uh, show you the clip of the insanity that Zoe had to share with the poor unfortunate souls, including myself, I had to do this for work research, that have to actually tune in to MSNBC, whether it's online or directly uh, to their station. Actually, I don't, sometimes I watch MSNBC when I'm traveling just to see what kind of nonsense they're reporting on. Anyway, here's Montana Representative Zoe Zephyr. 
And there's data to back up Zephyr's concerns about Republicans' attacks against the LGBTQ community. According to a 2022 survey by the Trevor Project, more than 50% of transgender and non-binary kids across the U.S. seriously considered suicide. Now, it's funny because these surveys have been used by both sides of the argument. A 2020 survey from the Trevor Project found that more than 50% of trans and non-binary youth in the U.S. are considered suicide. Yes, because this is a mental illness and, uh, and mentally ill children and teens are often suicidal. First of all, suicide, being suicidal, is a mental illness. And those who are mentally ill, apart from suicide, also tend to have suicide. Now, this is not just for trans, and, uh, but also for non-binary kids, right? So gay and lesbian children, but also children born with all kinds of other health issues and mental issues schizophrenia, uh, feelings of being persecuted. So these uh, uh, mental illnesses, are, suicide often accompanies other mental illnesses. This is not a reason to feed into that mental illness. And whacking little kids' Johnsons off and little girls' Breasts. This is absolutely sick. Zoe's sick. And Zoe has a sick opinion about all of this. Nevertheless, last night, Montana's governor signed the bill Zephyr tried to stop into law. Joining me now is Montana State Representative. The horror that children should not be abused by sick, deviant adults. They should be able to make this decision when... Folks, we're not saying... Okay, we're really not saying here that adults can't let their freak flag fly. I think it's a degenerate lifestyle. And hey, there's some of you, I have met some of you part of the BCP family who are transgender. I've, I've met you. You've, uh, you you've, you've come see me at the BCP family reunions. Uh, one of you have uh, 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 came and knew where I was doing a live stream and came and visited me. I gave you a hug and you said, I don't like it, BCP. When on YouTube you say, doesn't matter the color of your skin, doesn't matter which of the two genders you are. But I... I'm a conservative and I support and I support you my whole life. I've tried to be a man, married, wasn't able to do it. I'm now transitioning to a woman and I feel happier. I feel more fulfilled. That's an adult. I may disagree with it, but I can't disagree with how someone feels or what have you. But not children. Children are confused. They don't know. So children at 10, 11, 12, 13, they want to be astronauts and policemen. They want to grow up to be Barbie and Ken and G.I. Joe. I know I'm dating myself here or we're dating ourselves here if you know what I'm talking about. How many, how many freshmen in college go in wanting to be a veterinarian and then four weeks later they're telling mom and dad who's spending all this money on their education, I want to be a sociology major, anthropology and study uh, uh, ethnic studies. 
And that's careers that we're talking about. Not someone's sexuality, ability to develop hormonally through puberty, and the ability to have children. That's cruel. That's unconstitutional. But you know the left, the Marxists, and their sickness, the scriptures tell us that in these last days, that it'll be evil calling uh, evil good and good evil. And here's one of those examples. Nevertheless, last night, Montana's governor signed the bill Zephyr tried to stop into law. Joining me now is Montana State Representative Zoe Zephyr. Representative Zephyr, thank you so much for coming to the Saturday show. Now that Senate Bill 99 has been signed into law, what does this mean for transgender minors and the LGBT community in Montana? So it's important to note that this bill doesn't go into effect until October 1st, and we're going to do everything in our power to stop this bill. There will be court challenges, and ultimately, like bills across the country, it will get defeated in in these courts. We know these bills are as unconstitutional as they are cruel. Unconstitutional as they are cruel. And of course, if they don't get their way, they're going to riot. Um, But it is, I think it does show the way in which the right in our state is beginning to shift and isn't listening to the constituents in our communities who are saying these bills hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. You know what really hurts people is this idea of a five, a six, a seven-year-old being confused with their gender, having a parent who has a sickness that they're projecting on their children a child who grows up to be a young adult that has multiple surgeries and still isn't happy with themselves and still doesn't feel like themselves because they are mentally ill. And we don't have to look far for that. Probably the most famous person came on the scene 10 years ago. Jazz Jennings. Now, I didn't know much about Jazz Jennings since the initial story several years ago. But my wife, Mrs. BCP, the love of my life, said, Honey, did you hear about da 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 da? And I go, no, honey, I'm not on that part of social media. What's up? She goes, yeah, Jazz Jennings is like totally overweight and she's unsatisfied with herself. That's cruel. That's unconstitutional. That's wrong. How we feeling, Miss Jazz, man? Tired, but ready for surgery. I had the gender confirmation surgery and now we're on the third surgery. There's scar everywhere. If you don't have to cut this, why would you cut that? There are a lot of things that have to go perfectly for her to have a beautiful aesthetic result. We corrected the scars and it actually looks like a vulva. So much better. I have not worn a bikini in so, so long. I have a I'm gonna show the world. This is from uh, Breitbart. It says, after eight seasons, four sex change surgeries, quote unquote, and countless hormone treatments, TLC's I Am Jazz star Jazz Jennings still doesn't feel right. So, um, are you feeling like you wanted to start talking about, are you okay? I'm okay. I'm like going to cry. But you know I can't get out of my head. I know. No, listen. <laughs> It just doesn't stop. It's okay. Give me a hug. It's okay. I know what you're going through. We've been there before. No, it still doesn't stop now. And I'm already going back to negative. But the more you're talking about yourself, it gets harder. Mm -hmm. You're digging in and you're 
it's making you put a magnifying glass on what's already difficult as it is. So this is hard for you, I know, and you don't, we don't want to push you I know, I'm the one doing it, like... I know, you're your own worst enemy. I feel kind of all over the place, and like my mind is very cluttered and not clear. And I really want to have that clarity. I really want to understand myself and be able to read my own soul and what I want. And it's just very challenging. And I think I'm kind of breaking down a little bit and spiraling into negativity. I just want to feel like myself. Like, that's right. it. You're I don't like care. All I want is to be happy and feel like me. And I don't feel like what me ever. Me? I feel so saddened for Jazz Jennings, taken advantage of as a victim of child abuse there in front of all us to see. From age five, thought he might be a girl. They bought into that and they monetized it. Uh, 11 years old, famous, transgender, had all these surgeries. I don't know how old Jazz Jennings is now. Uh, 21, 22 years old and uh, still not happy. Let's see. How old is Jazz Jennings? 22 years old. But October 6, 2000. And still unhappy. Folks, th this this is a person who is a, a victim of child abuse. I'm heartbroken for Jazz Jennings. And the sickness continues. Someone's fighting back against his sickness. That's going to be my last story. That's going to be my last story. But let's, let's, let's uh, change drastically the theme here. Let's talk about Someone we haven't seen in a while, or at least I haven't talked to in a while. Let's talk about Bernie Sanders. What's Bernie up to? Oh, just wanting to, you know, get rid of billionaires and all the great things that many billionaires have done for business uh, and this country. Senator Bernie Sanders sat down for a one-on-one -on -one interview with CNN anchor Chris Wallace. You know it's going to be a disaster just from the network he's on and who uh, is interviewing him. Bernie Sanders said billionaires shouldn't exist. Let's, let's just go ahead and play the clip. Let's see. Uh, it was, uh, post, it was uh, tweeted out here by the post, post Millennial. You better not make over $999 million or the government should take it. Sir, you're saying that Billionaires should not exist. So you're, are you basically saying that once you get to $999 million yeah. that the government should confiscate all the rest? I'm saying that we should go back to a very progressive tax policy like what we had under Dwight D. Eisenhower. Which would mean that, that after over a yeah. billion dollars, basically yeah. it all goes to the government. I, you may disagree with me. But I'm I just said, asking. Like, fine. Yeah, I think people can make it on 900 you know, $99 million. Of course, Bernie here is a hypocrite, having authored several books, having several homes, but preaching that people should be able to only have what they can make do with. Well, I'm pretty sure, Bernie, that you can make do with just one house. You don't need two. You can probably do well with a couple hundred thousand. You don't need the millions that you have. Won't they confiscate that as well? It's about what you worked hard for and what the marketplace has decided your value is and has paid you. I'm sorry. I love capitalism. I, work, I like working hard for what I, what I get. And I like fairness. And unfortunately, I played with a very unfair platform, YouTube. But you know what? 
I'm not going to whine about it, folks. Honestly, I'm just grateful they didn't kick me off two years ago like a lot of my compatriots. And I had uh, a chance to earn a little bit more ad revenue before they cut me off. I grew up uh, in a working class Democrat family. Things were, uh, were lean. And things were tight. So sometimes we had to live in smaller apartments um, than we wanted to. Does that mean that my dad shouldn't have worked hard? Shouldn't have gotten those promotions and eventually buy a nice house for his family? Because we were making do when we were living uh, in an apartment. These people are disgusting. And what makes it even more disgusting, folks, is time and time again, time and time again, they do not practice what they preach. From flying in big old jets, having SUVs and huge electric bills, to not even paying the taxes that they're trying to get everyone else to pay. Absolutely ridiculous. You and your pie hole, Bernie. Okay, let's talk about some other failures of the left. On Friday, actor James Wood tweeted a video showing how much of a joke the Democrat-run city of West Hollywood has become, uh, become after they replaced police officers with... <laughs> you can read that there, folks. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They replaced them with security ambassadors. Security ambassadors. Because security ambassadors... Unarmed security ambassadors are going to keep you safe. Absolutely ridiculous. Notoriously liberal West Hollywood had the brilliant idea of replacing police officers with unarmed safety ambassadors. Let's take a peek at how that's worked out during an assault in progress. By the way, James Woods, I'm so happy that you're on Twitter. But James, the black conservative patriot, is not. There was this man kicking his vehicle and I turned my head and I saw the block by block officers were crossing. I was literally flabbergasted because they walked right past just like they were just like nothing. You know, why should they get involved? They're unarmed. Literally flabbergasted because they walked right past just like they were just like nothing. Absolute failure. Absolute failure. We've got Byron Donalds, who... Hay susurros por allá, mis hermanos y hermanas. There's whispers, there's rumblings coming out of D.C. that Byron Donalds and Florida may be President Trump's running mate to replace Mike Pence. Him and Senator, uh, Senator Cruz want to abolish the federal agency created under the Obama administration. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, a brainchild of a Senator Elizabeth Warren, another socialist like Bernie, who likes to destroy our country with bad policies, and let's not forget, has lied about her. I mean, folks, she should even be in the Senate anymore. They should have impeached her and ousted her. And so should have the university when they found out that this Native American woman was... Not so. She created this in, uh, in 2011 in the aftermath of the 2008 recession. We got Senators Mike Lee of my home state here of Utah, my current residence, Kevin Kramer, John Barrasso, Rand Paul, who joined Donalds and Cruz in their efforts to eliminate 
this federal agency. Cruz has been an opponent of the CFPB since 2015 and has unsuccessfully made attempts to abolish it in the past, even though it is unlikely that the CFPB will be eliminated through the legislative process. The Supreme Court agreed in February to take up a case challenging the constitutionality of the agency with oral arguments expected later this year and a decision in 2024. So what's really going on here, folks? Oh, perhaps just... Man, this is actually out of a TV show. Perhaps Byron Donalds is sponsoring this legislation because... He is indeed going to be the vice presidential choice of President Trump. Maybe that's what's really going on here. I say this is like a TV show because I'm I'm remembering. um, I I watched season one and the first couple episodes of season two. What is it? Five, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago of the Netflix show is actually their first uh, TV show, House of Cards. In House of Cards, um, Frank Underwood, the guy who's trying to be vice president, he uh, comes up with this uh, whole thing and he's backing this guy, I can't remember his name, Pete Russo, Peter Russo, this congressman, this no- nothing congressman, he's trying to get him to be governor so I think he crashes and burns. Anyway, if you haven't watched the show, it's it's actually a pretty good show, folks. Uh, even though I don't really would want to watch it now because they would support another sick individual, Kevin Spacey. But there's other people that worked on the show that deserve to get paid for the good work. But anyway, in that show, they uh, a, a, a Russo, uh, fictitious Congressman Russo from Philadelphia, is trying to author this uh, water bill or this environmental bill or something like that. So that he has some sort of, they give him gravitas and make him seem serious as someone who's actually doing something. And of course, everyone's like, you've never sponsored anything before. He's a junior congressman. I think he's only been in for like a couple terms or maybe it's his first term. I don't remember the details of the show. But that seems to be like what's happening with Byron Donalds here. Don't Okay, look, call me a skeptic. I just, you know, I'm not a big fan of the identity politics. I do like Byron Donalds. Don't get me wrong. He's a real conservative. But Byron Donalds' name along with Senator Ted Cruz, pursuing legislation that probably isn't going to pass, that has a path to the Supreme Court. I don't know. It just kind of smells like a uh, let's get Byron Donalds in the news so that uh, there's some weight behind his name when President Trump uh, decides to announce that he's his running mate. I don't know. Call me skeptical, but that's my train of thought right now. All right, let's get into some some, uh, interesting news here. Okay, so we know what happened to Tucker Carlson. It is not news at this point. But man, is it crash and burn over at Fox News. They flatlined. Now, here's what I want to show you. By Friday, Fox News audience had sunk to the... Very, very low. What is it here? 1.33 million viewers. They were at 3 million (laughs) a week prior to that. They put Brian Kilmeade in for the first week. 
And at the end of the first week, he's the one who had the 1.33 million viewers at 8 p.m. Uh, to put this in perspective, folks, back in the day when I was on YouTube, at the height, at the height of my YouTube before they decided to try, and not try, but before they decided to stifle me and censor me and cap me, I was doing six to 1.1 million views every single day on YouTube during my peak during the Trump administration. Then they started shadow banning me and crushing me and what have you. But let's put it in perspective. I've had uh, episodes on YouTube that had over 1 million views, a little nobody when I had a few hundred thousand subscribers. Even recently, uh, the other month, I had a couple episodes that hit a 400,000. That was in March before someone said, hey, why are you guys letting someone in, in, in YouTube say, why are you letting uh, BCP grow? And then they capped me back again to the point they took me off. I'm telling you to talk about YouTube, folks. I'm sure in a couple of days I'll be over it. I, I'm over YouTube. I'm excited about uh, being completely unfiltered and providing you this all-access show. Once again, put down in the comments below what uh, what you think the name of the show should be. Now, I can obviously read your comments on... I can read your comments on all of the video formats for this show. So on Patreon or bcpextras.com, you can put your comments. On Spotify, I can't respond to your comments, but you can uh, comment... Uh, on Spotify and other pla uh, other uh, platforms, but I'll see your comments. And on Locals, uh, you can also, obviously, it's a social media. You can give me your, your comments down below. Let me know if you like the name All Access or you have another idea. I haven't decided yet. Once again, this is all uh, new because we weren't planning on uh, being permanently terminated from YouTube like we currently are. So... Let's get into Brian Kilmeade and how Steve Bannon uh, suffers no fools. Steve Bannon suffers no fools. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Media Matters wanted to cover this. This is uh, Brian Kilmeade. Uh, he was with um, on the other side of midnight with Frank Morano a few days ago, and this is a conversation that was had by them. With all the chaos with um, uh, Tucker and Fox parting ways, they just asked me to fill in at eight, and it's uh, it's been crazy. But uh, yeah, Saturday, I'd like to help out. I have no idea what happened. I'm great friends with Tucker, and I think he's unbelievably talented. I think everybody listening to us right now pretty much agrees with that. So... Um, it's been a crazy week. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't want to put you, um, you know, in, in a spot where you, you're asked to comment on things that you have nothing to do with and don't know about. But um, a lot of folks are wondering what this portends uh, for the future of Fox News Channel. You have a lot of folks, uh, folks like Steve Bannon and others, uh, basically declaring war on Fox and saying, if you watch Fox, you're part of the, the enemy. Where, where do you think this whole uh, episode really? yeah. leaves Fox News and its viewership going forward? Uh, just as strong as ever. I mean, put it this way. I mean, did Sean Hannity change? Did Laura Ingram change? Did Brett Baer change? Did The Five, the number one show in all of television, change? Did Neil Cavuto change? I mean, do, what, are you, what are you talking about? Tucker's very different. He's the original thought leader. I'm with his team now. They're unbelievable in terms of producers. You got a great producing team here. 
I, anyone, Frank, if you're ever out, someone's going to walk in and there's going to be a machine to help them out if you're ever out. So the, every, every producing team of literally their own franchise, you know, for Steve Bannon to come out and criticize Fox, really? This guy got, uh, I guess, fired from the Trump administration. And then I hooked up with another writer and just ripped Trump from limb to limb. Then he gets himself in legal trouble and Trump pardons him. And now he's a Trump loyalist. So uh, to me, uh, I don't know what they're talking about. These are a, a bunch of people who think they can run this network and they can't. And one thing I will tell you, nobody's telling all those names I just ran ran through. Nobody tells Tucker what to do. No one tells us what to do. No one, Fox and Friends, three hours in the morning, three-hour radio show. You know, something goes wrong. We have media relations call and say, what happened? That's about it. So it's the number one show for 25 years. And I don't think we have to curtail our format to make Steve Bannon happy. <laughs> well said. Boy, do they hate Steve Bannon over at Media Matters and at Fox News. If you're not aware, Steve Bannon... Investment banker who came in after they assassinated and killed Andrew Breitbart and uh, was over there at the helm at, uh, at Breitbart News and doing very well with the war room. And, uh, you know, he's very rich and he's uh, not like uh, like us who quit everything and put our, not all our eggs in the basket, but we put uh, a lot of, uh, a majority of our eggs in this basket of being pundits. And then, you know, we know what YouTube did. I, I respect uh, Steve Bannon greatly. And I respect this clapback from Steve Bannon. The Murdochs try to punch back at War Room with yapping puppy kill meat as he implodes in Tucker's old slot. Sad. That <laughs> uh, was yesterday from, uh, from Steve Bannon over on Getter. By the way, folks, I'm on Getter, Gab, and Truth Social. They will have me. And I will support those that support me. Or at least support this, I don't know, crazy idea that these guys put as the First Amendment to our Constitution of this great republic, the United States of America, called freedom of the press, freedom of speech. Something the left used to champion, but now they are full, hardcore, 100%, dyed in the wool, not even tried to hide it. Marxists. All right, I want to end with this, folks. I want to end with this. By the way, there will be another show today. There will be the BCP podcast regular show today. This is the all-access show, the BCP unfiltered show. Uh, once again, we don't have a name for it yet. Let, let me know what you think down below. Okay. Now, let me bring this, I don't know off if it's full circle, but let's end with this last segment in which we talk about this whole transgender identity thing. Ryan Webb, a white councilman in Indiana. Let's, uh, let, this is important, folks. Not that we're playing uh, identity here, but it's important that we realize that Ryan Webb is a white councilman in Indiana, now identifies as a woman of color. And the media, as N. Wokeness tweeted out, is forced to take him seriously. Look at this uh, new local news story that uh, they had to... Uh, I don't know this person kept a, uh, a straight face. Professionalism. Or maybe this is just how crazy the world is, that this is just a new normal, that 
reporting this story and it not even being, folks, we realize that this story would have been absolute like onion, would have been absolute parody and satire. And now we're living that reality. Check this out. A councilman is coming out as a transgender, as transgender and a woman of color. Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American woman. Since that announcement, he's received some support, but a lot of backlash, many calling him childish, despicable, even calling for things like execution. In a statement Webb gave to IT Mate, he says, quote, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. It's possible I may change my mind down the road. The process of identity exploration is complex and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. Webb goes on to tell IT Mate, this is just his true authentic self. Now, I'm of the opinion that Ryan Webb is trolling these people. A white male, he now is a woman of color as an Indian woman. And it gets richer than that because he likes women that makes him a lesbian because he's now a transgender woman. An Indiana, Repub an Indiana Republican politician caused woke leftists to lose their mind when he, when he reintroduced himself as a woman of color and a lesbian because he's attracted to women. Earlier this month, Delaware County Council member Ryan Webb posted a photo to his Facebook account showing him with a pistol in his waistband. The caption read, ready for an awesome day. Hope everyone has a great day. The awesome day he was referring to was his coming out as a black uh, transgender female. The uh, Muncie Star Press reported Webb that he had posted the following message. After much consideration, I've decided to come out and finally feel comfortable announcing my true authentic self. It is with great relief that I announce to everyone that I identify as a woman and not just any woman, but as a woman of color as well. <laughs> I guess this would make me a gay lesbian as well since I am attracted to women. But let, let, let's go back to, to what he said uh, when the people started railing against him. <laughs> this guy's freaking troll level. This is a master, master, master troll level. Let's let's look at this, folks. This is fun. This is fun. Let's see here. Okay, so this is the original Facebook post, uh, but but we get here, and what do we see? This before and after, <laughs> exactly the same. Freaking love it. Ryan went before and after, but now he's a woman of color. That's how he does. He's, folks, he's just speaking his truth. What's wrong with that? He's just speaking his truth. Leave the man alone. And it says here, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. Throwing it right in their faces. Oh, damn it, Ryan Webb. You screwed up. You're a white male. And because of your privilege, you get no privileges or rights when it comes to the woke revolution of America. It's possible I may change my mind down the road, he says. The process of, of identity exploration is complex and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. 
I, th- I think what uh, Webb's trying to tell us here is that uh, he's trolling hardcore and because he likes women and he didn't really transition, he just identifies that self. At the end of the day, he's just going to come back to what he is, a white male. Absolute nuttery. And let me just show you how this ended last week. Hordes of woke leftist students stormed the city council meeting and demanded that Webb resign. One student whined that Webb was making the process discovery who is trans more difficult. So he plays by their rules. Here's a photo of pouting students. (laughs) Liberal tears. Liberal tears. A morbidly obese trans woman named Charlize... Charlize... Named Charlie Jameson also angrily blasted Webb, claiming that he was being disingenuine and his words not only embarrassed himself, but you, the county council. Said the person who is morbidly obese, an obvious Charlie, calling himself Charlie's, like Charlie's Theron. And if I weren't showing this to you folks, I don't know if if I would believe that this was really happening. But let's wrap this up. Webb, however, had an epic retort. Do you think that you have the password to the forbidden world of coming out? When you decided to become a woman, did people tell you that it was unbecoming? Sorry, pal, but you don't get to be the decider of who is acceptable and who isn't. I was hoping that you and I could be friends. (laughs) Uh, As we are both ladies now who used to be men, I'll give you some more time. This is uh, this is troll level platinum. This is like Trump level trolling. This brutal reply lays bare that the utter fraud of the whole trans movement. The truth is, Webb is every bit the woman Jamieson is. Jamieson, see, see what... See what uh, they did there? See what Charlize Jamieson did there? Wade made his apt point after his detractors finally stopped complaining. He also pointed out that they made rules and now must accept the results. I like this. To clarify, he says, I never claimed to be trans anything. Quote, I simply express my own gender identity. I'm being dead serious. This isn't a joke. I said what I said. I don't know what to tell you. You don't get to question me. You don't get to require proof from me. You are part of the movement that helped establish these rules and set the bar, okay? You don't get to come later when someone else joins the club that you don't that that you don't want to want in. You don't get to question how I identify. And in conclusion, Webb told the news press after the council meeting that he is unmoved by the trigger leftist demands and would never resign from the council. Because if you're guilty of wrong think, they want you fired and destitute. Or your YouTube channel canceled. <laughs> A few more times, folks. It, w- it was eight years, 2015 to 2013, that I was doing political stuff on YouTube, really in earnest in 2016, really went after it in 2017. Good five, five, six years of blood, sweat, and tears put into those YouTube videos. And I'm doing those videos now. 
But that, that's like, it's history gone. It's, it's totally wiped out. That's the thing that saddens my wife, that our children can't go back to YouTube. Like I, like I showed you something from 10 years ago, right? The, uh, was it Barbara Walters 2020 interview of Jazz Jennings? We're looking at that 10 years later. And my wife was hoping that 10 years later, my kids could just go in and see some old episodes of Dad to see what the show used to be like. Now, I don't have every episode backed up. I don't. I, I do two or three shows a day. I do a new show. I'm, it, it, it's, my ego's not that big. I have to back up every single episode. Who's really going to care about an episode that I made September 27th, 2018? I mean, I'm just picking out a random date there. But they want you gone. They want you erased from history because it's his story that he wants to the victor goes the spoils of war, to the victor goes the narrative of how the conflict went down. Ryan Webb saying, you don't get to question how I identify. I would never resign my position on the city council. That would be an enormous disservice to the thousands of voters who chose me to be the representative. Webb also stated that how he identifies has nothing to do with his job performance. The whole radical chance movement will become an even more obvious joke to the general public. If more people follow Webb, that is precisely what they are afraid of. And they're afraid of me. And that is why you can only see me on Patreon, Locals, and Spotify. It's Spotify, I know. I was just trying to rhyme. What do you think the name of the show should be going forward? Or should we keep with BCP Unfiltered? Maybe I'm wrong about this. I do like BCP Unfiltered. It would be hard to let go. It, it is being hard to let go in my mind. And trust me, it's not going to be hard for you guys to convince me to keep it. Put your thoughts down below. And from Mrs. BCP and myself, thank you so much for your support and your paid subscription. I'll be back. Ciao, goodbye. God bless. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We, we got, got to fight the power.